and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my rather holly and jolly co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only. You pointed left and then said to your right. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer, just... Petting his own reindeer. It is Bruce, the tugboat Venditti. What's going on? Well, week 13 has come and gone. And for most of you, uh, it's getting down to the nitty gritty in your fantasy leagues. Um, And on top of that, uh, your hometown team may be fighting for a playoff spot. There's a lot going on in the NFL right now. Um, Before we get into the weekend's matchups, I would like to start off with a little bit of the news. Um... Panthers have cut quarterback Baker Mayfield, who will hit waivers today. Um, Some suitors, uh, maybe San Francisco, who lost Jimmy Garoppolo to a season-ending foot injury yesterday. The Toronto Argonauts. (laughs) At what point does this guy still get a job in this league? The Michigan Panthers. You think he could be the next quarterback for the Michigan Panthers? Call Jeff Fisher. (laughs) Um, Obviously, Baker was nothing short of pretty atrocious this year. Uh, but for the record, um, so are the Panthers in general. So, I mean, God bless. Uh, supposedly, <coughs> supposedly Baker asked for his release from the Panthers. I Listen, he couldn't even beat Sam Darnold out. What point, at what point do we uh, call it for what it is? The guy can't play. Can't get it done. You know? Can't get Maybe, it done. You know what? Maybe he should call up what the Ravens and see if he could play with his old friend Mark Andrews. Maybe. Mark Andrews bailed him out. He used to fucking put up huge numbers with Mayfield. Uh, in other news, the Dolphins signed former number one overall pick Eric Fisher after placing Austin Jackson on injured reserve. Oh. Uh, Lamar Jackson is dealing with a knee injury, and the Ravens have gone out and signed Brett Hundley to, um, I guess, be the backup quarterback. Uh, what, what do you think about this Lamar injury? I know it directly impacted you, so. What do I think of it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's it was only a matter of time. Can't can't it's have only it. a matter of time. They need to address what they've been skipping over the last couple of years, and that's their offensive line. You can't just do it on sheer talent. He they need help. Uh, and the fact that he has nobody to throw. He to. has nobody to throw the ball to, and I've only been saying that for yeah. Six months now. Uh, Kenneth Walker suffered a strain on the inside of his foot and has already been ruled out for the upcoming week. Um, I think Kenneth Walker has more issues than that. I think he does, too. I think I, think, I was watching him lose his mind on. No, oh, he was losing his mind player. on the sidelines. Did you see that? I, I caught a glimpse of it. Now, him and Geno Smith obviously have an issue. Yeah. And he had an issue with what Geno Smith was doing. I don't know if it was his adjustment on play calling or whatnot. Well, he's a rookie and they're winning, so he needs to shut the fuck up and stay in his place personally, but stay in his lane. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. What Peyton Manning told him. I sent you the video. Yeah, I saw that. We're gladly going to uh, discuss the Colts. He tells everybody he's mic'd up afterwards. Yeah, mic'd up. (laughs) Um, Shut up and block. Play center, Jeff. Don't call the plays. Play center. Um, in a couple other pieces of news, um, 
Bill Belichick was asked this morning in an interview whether or not he would consider changing the offensive play caller, uh, and he said it's too hard to make that dramatic change right now. So does that mean I'm not happy with it, but I don't feel like dealing with it? Or does that mean he's sticking with his boy, Matt Patricia? I, I don't really know. I, I don't know. I, I At this point, I don't even know if Matt Patricia's his boy anymore, to yeah. be honest with you. True. Uh, Cowboys cornerback Anthony Brown tore his Achilles, and he will miss the remainder of the year. And um, other than that, other than that, uh, there's one other piece I wanted to talk about before we really sure. got into it. What? Big news. Um, after the win over Indianapolis on Sunday night, the Colts are welcoming free agent visitor Odell Beckham Jr. to Dallas today. Say that one more time. After their big win over Indianapolis last night, okay. the Colts are welcoming free agent Odell Beckham the to Dallas. The Colts are? Oh, excuse me. The Cowboys that, are welcoming. You had me a little fucking confused. Free agent Odell Beckham today. So who cares? There you go. Cares. That's uh that's a wrap up of the news. Um what's he gonna make wait for them to make the playoffs before he makes his decision? Maybe. Whatever. Maybe that's why Tampa's no longer in the sweepstakes. But um Sunday. Let's get into it. Um first up, and, and honestly, what was a very, very nice game. Why are you why are you lipping at me right now? I, I literally don't know what you're talking about. I'm just that's what I'm literally do. just listening to you. Okay. Um let's start off in Atlanta where the Steelers came to town to play the Falcons and ultimately we saw a game that came right down to the wire the Falcons didn't really impress me at all in this game. And I know I talked about last week that their offense could was starting to look kind of cute, and they could yeah. you know do a couple of things. Realistically, it's just not there for the Falcons at this point. Um, you know, if the division wasn't such a shit show and they didn't have a uh, still have a true shot to win the division, I, I'd be ready to write Atlanta completely off. The only things keeping them alive is the fact that the Buccaneers are almost just as bad as they are, and they're leaving room for Atlanta to possibly be a playoff team. Other than that. Atlanta's a write-off. Atlanta realistically does not have the firepower offensively. They don't have a solid enough run game. Marcus Mariota is not all that great, and, and the defense is just not impressive this year as it has been in the past. On the other side of the ball, the Steelers are really starting to kind of get it together a little bit. I mean, granted, 19 points isn't anything to write home about. and Kenny that's, Pickett, that's a lot for them, though. But it is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Kenny Pickett's starting to get it together a little bit. He found Fryer Muth three times yesterday for 76 yards. Uh, Deontay Johnson, five for 60. Um, George Pickens didn't really get in on the action much, but Najee Harris, five yards per carry yesterday, 17 rushes for 86 yards. And he was running pretty hard yesterday. He Yes. He, there was a clip of him just stiff-arming a guy, bounced him right off the ground. He looked good yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, for the Falcons, I would say – the highlight of this game for them was Drake London. I mean, he had six receptions for 95 yards. And realistically, when you have a guy who only averages 40 yards per game and only has four touchdowns on the year, you, right. you want to see a little bit of that out of him, even late in the getting towards later in the year that shows that he's progressing properly. Um, so I think that was that was a good thing for the Falcons yesterday to see Drake London being productive. 
But if we have any takeaways from this game, I would say, number one, I think the Steelers could be actually pretty good next year. Granted, they're in a pretty tough division, and I don't think that's really going to change. Right. Um, you know, they're not really competing with Baltimore or Cincinnati right now. No, not at this point. They're not even. Not at going. this point, especially no. not Cincinnati, the way that their season's starting to go. But for Atlanta, Marcus Mariota is not going to be the answer. And at the end of the day, you've got a lot of players there who are real cute, um, but none of them that are going to be outside of, I would say, Drake London. You don't have any viable, young, really talented offensive weapons going into the well, future. Well, they do have Zacharias. He's, yeah. He's an offensive weapon. Uh, I, if you want to call him that. <laughs> but uh, that's for me, for me, Atlanta's right there on the brink of, of, of being a write-off. Pittsburgh's interesting. It, it, for some reason, th- that team just... They'll be a tough team going down. They're the going here. to be a tough... They are going to spoil <laughs> some days going down the stretch. I mean, they play Baltimore next week. And, and if, realistically... Yeah, if Lamar the, Jackson's not playing... I mean, even if Lamar Jackson's playing, the way Baltimore looks at the moment, I think you could see Pittsburgh possibly pull one of those out. Yeah. They play Baltimore, and then Carolina, Vegas, and then Baltimore again. They play Baltimore twice in a month. You know, that could be that could be a little spoiler alert right there. Um, but, yeah. That one just... It, it got away from Atlanta too quick yesterday. Uh, in a game that was the opposite. It was, it was still winnable for them. They had opportunities, and they just couldn't they, take advantage of it. it. It was a close game that they were never at the helm of, it felt like. Pittsburgh just Pittsburgh moved the ball very well yesterday, and their yeah. defense could not cover Fryermuth. He was constantly open. Constantly open. Um, let's move on to... Uh, what Aaron Rodgers said could well, have been his final game in Chicago. Okay. Little, uh, little, he let that slip today that it's always great to come to Chicago. It's become a home away from home for him, and he really appreciates all the games he's played there. So maybe Aaron's done. Little eyebrow raiser there. But, um, Smoke some peyote. Did I call it last week? Were you smoking peyote with Aaron Rodgers? You look like it, dumbass. The Packers headed into Soldier Field to play the Bears, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I I truly thought that they were gonna pull this out. Yeah, you were the only one stupid enough to pick the, the Bears. Right down the, the end of the game. Yes, they shit to bed hard. They had the lead. I mean, talk about Justice it. Fields was looking fast. They couldn't. They didn't have an answer for no. him. No. The next thing you know. Aaron Rodgers pulls the ass out of him. Aaron Rodgers, fourth quarter, 18 points. I mean, there it is right there. Wasn't this supposed to be the, oh, if Justin Fields plays, I'm taking the Bears? He took the Bears. I know. I take the Bears. He took the Bears. And, and I took the Bears. Just, it's so good. It's so What's good. so good? Because you're dumb enough to take the Bears. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I have to deal with when I have to deal with high motherfuckers. Um, that is the only thing you can say. Ultimately. And stupid fucking motherfucker <laughs> uh ultimately i'll be honest with you justin fields didn't have a terrible game outside of the two the awful two interceptions you know he was pr- honest he's 80 percent passing uh he threw for 254 yards outside of those two fucking awful interceptions he it was not a terrible game he also ran for 71 and a touchdown on the ground like 
it's it was not an awful game. He just made the mistakes that you can't make this late in the year against a divisional opponent. You cannot do that. Um, outside of that, Equiminius St. Brown, three receptions, 85 yards. David Montgomery, 14 for 61 on the ground and a touchdown. Um, the Chicago's offense is just shot, dude. It's I'm sorry. It's just shot. It's Justin Fields. It's too. Justin Fields. And if this guy, you're just going to get this guy more yeah, banged up down the 254 yards passing, 71 yards rushing, and yeah. a touchdown. So he combined for over 300 yards yeah. himself. Um, I mean, and Kill Harry got a 49-yard reception. Christian Watson, dude. This guy just continues to score, dude. I, I'm going to be honest with you. He is probably, he is like the most clutch fucking guy in the league right now. He's always it's and it's always late in games. He yeah. always comes on late in games. I was sitting there because I have Christian Watson in fantasy. I'm sitting there, he has six points in the third quarter, and I'm like, I'm this guy really fucked me this week. And next thing you know, he finishes the game with 23. He just comes in the clutch when he has to. And and you know, Lazard is definitely more consistent, but Watson has just he comes in the clutch so well. And, and I honestly think that even more so than Lazard. Watson's become He's Aaron Rodgers' guy. guy. He's his dependable target. He is going to Christian Watson Zard in the end. Guy zone. he looks for when he wants to move the chains. Yes, but when he wants to score, he's looking. He's for looking Watson. for Christian Watson. Um, Aaron Jones got banged up in this game and went out kind of early after nine uh, nine touches. But AJ Dillon came in. And I got news for you. The guy ran the ball very, very well yesterday. 18 rushes for 93 yards and a touchdown. Um, Christian Watson also had a touchdown on a 46-yard run. run. Um, But uh, Dylan also had three receptions for 26 yards through the air. Uh, Green Bay's offense is clicking, people. Green Bay's offense is clicking. And it clicked in the fourth quarter when it needed to. Right, and they're not – I don't think they're going to go down silently here. I think Green Bay is, has a chance. Guess what? In my opinion, and we'll talk about this later in the episode, in my opinion, the NFC playoff picture is pretty much, in my eyes, solidified. You guys can disagree with me, and we will talk about that to end the show today. But Green Bay going forward, they play the Rams, Miami, Minnesota, and Detroit. They're, I, I, and I got an odd feeling they're going to spoil somebody's fucking, they're going to spoil somebody's party in there. Coming and coming off of a bye week. That gives Aaron Jones some time to get healthy. It gives Aaron Rodgers a week to rest. I, I Green Bay for me going forward is going to spoil somebody's year. Hmm. Go ahead. What? Jacksonville Jaguars headed to Ford Field to play the Lions. <laughs> Lions won 40 to 14. I mean, wow. I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. Both sides of the ball played great. I got no complaints. It was you don't have any complaints about Jared Goff's 340 yards I, passing and a touchdown? Like I said. After you wanted to I, actually I, I fucking crucify him last week? A 116 QBR and you wanted to crucify him last week? He surprised me. He did something that he has been trying to do, which he tried to do last week. I don't know whose fault it was, Chark or him. Obviously, some miscommunication, but this week they did that. He went downfield. He took the chance downfield, and that made me pretty happy. Yeah, I got nothing to complain about. Defense made stops when they needed to. This is the first time they've played full 
four full quarters that right here. I got oh, it came out hot. Awesome, they came out hot, and it was the exact opposite of what I expected. Um, they showed that physicality on both sides of the ball, and I I think if they continue to do that, they'll win more games. Uh, and laugh next time I talk about that Houston kid. Huh? Laugh next time I talk about Houston. Came in the game, instantly got a sack. He's not starting. He's a left. He's a linebacker. I'm pretty sure. Okay. He's talking about um, defensive end. We picked him up. He's talking about James Houston. James Houston. Yeah. James Houston. Um, you laughed because okay. Jared Goff, thirty-one for forty-one, three hundred forty yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked twice. DeAndre Swift, fourteen for sixty-two and a touchdown. Jamal Williams, eleven for thirty-five and a touchdown. So they definitely got Swift more involved in the offense this week for the first time in a long time. This was the first time he was actually off the injured. Injury report. Yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown, 11 receptions for 114 yards and two touchdowns. DJ Chark, five receptions for 98 yards. Uh, Swift also did 50 yards through the air. They they played very, very nice football yesterday. At 31 first downs. And I'm going to I'm gonna say this. The expectation has changed now. Time of possession, 36 and a half to 23. For me, the expectation has changed now. Well, it's got to change. Right. So now. We call them a five-win team. They've won five games. They got five wins. They have five wins right now. From here on out, are they a five-win team? All hands on deck. Well, you think they're a five-win team at this point? They play Minnesota. They play Minnesota this week. Correct. And I think they match up pretty fucking well with Minnesota. This is scary. Here's the thing. Uh, again, I, I saw them play against the Giants. I didn't think they'd be able to do it. They manhandled the Giants. They executed the game plan perfectly. They stopped Saquon Barkley. Against Buffalo, they played him well. They they lost. It's Buffalo. They absolutely fucking blew Jacksonville out of the building. So They've played Minnesota before, though. Yeah, and they lost. But in a very close game. Yes, but that's here's the thing. Then you just took the words out of my mouth. That was one of the Dan Campbell debacles. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. The expectation has changed now. Now, if you're going to start eviscerating teams and you're winning winning four or five, you cannot play Minnesota and say, oh, and you lose by a field goal and say, oh, well, it was Minnesota. No. Well, if you're turning the corner, you are beating Minnesota. They they have to win out to, uh, right, because of the tie. Get, Get rid of the playoff pitcher. I'm just saying. The, the, That's if, the only way. If the expectation for time. this year is playoffs, you, you, uh, who, who do they got left? Then what are, with Minnesota, why are they winning Minnesota out? at home. At home, the Jets in New York. Okay, Carolina at Carolina on Christmas okay. Eve. Okay, Chicago at home on on uh, New Year's Day. Okay, hey, finish the year at Green Bay. Here's here's the reality of it. They need to win the Minnesota game. They need to win the Chicago game. They need to win the Green Bay game. Because if you don't do that, all bets are off. If is All bets thing. are off. If you want, if you. Yeah, I'm taking one week at a time. I'm not even thinking that they, far. They've anymore. legitimized themselves to an it's extent. It's beat the Vikings right now. Okay. They have legitimized themselves to an extent. The problem is now, if they go up against Minnesota this week and they get absolutely pummel fucked, what, what does it mean? What does it mean? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Minnesota didn't impress me yesterday because I, I thought they were going to fucking – they had two opportunities to lose that game. They got they got. Listen, you got really lucky that fucking Mike White 
is no Jared Goff. You know, here's the thing. Every time I say Philadelphia doesn't impress me, you sit there and fucking ridicule me. Minnesota is fucking 10 and 2. Okay. They are 10 and 2. Okay. Their only two losses came in night games. If you know Kirk Cousins doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself. Did, did Philly Philly impress you yesterday with the way they Philadelphia met, impressed with the me way yesterday. They manhandled Tennessee. Philadelphia impressed me. Thank you, man. But I also don't think Tennessee's as good as we thought he What do you mean? What do, you, what do you mean I answered my own question? Well, you answered your own statement. No, I didn't. I, yeah. There was no question. You were like, if Philadelphia came out and did that, you wouldn't be impressed. No, on the contrary. I said, if I'm not impressed with Philadelphia one right. week, you tell me I'm an idiot. I didn't tell you you were an idiot. Yes, you do. Last oh, week I you told me I was an idiot. I never said that. What are you talking about? You're putting words into my mouth There's here. nothing in your mouth. <laughs> The words won't fit in that small mouth. Anyway. Um, but uh, to wrap this one up, the expectation for the Lions has changed now. And if if they want to be seen as a true, true competitor, because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not drinking the fucking Kool-Aid yet. I will pick Minnesota this week. I think they, they are the beat, better they team. They beat a four-win team. They beat a four-win team. Exactly. So you got to take it for what it is. I, I Now, if they go come in next week here, and they're playing the Minnesota Vikings. What are you staring at, dumbass? Are you paying it? What are you that high? It's the fact that we're sitting here right now and we're saying, "Oh, they're a four-win team." No, they're a four-win team. I said they beat. That's what I'm saying. Team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They but beat a four-win team all season long. You have literally done nothing but get on your knees for Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, because I think but now all oh, the Lions beat division. them, and it's oh, they're a four-win team. So whatever. They are a four-win team. I know. So that's what why I can see this about? is what pisses me off because I sit here and I want you to give a fucking opinion and you're like, I got nothing to say. Well, what do you give want me to say? Opinion. That was that was awesome. I, I Other than that, that was awesome. This is the I recap, man. That, then the recap whole it. Offi- you the were only problem there. I have is that Jared Goff still doesn't know how to throw a fucking you're ball. You're the only one up here who literally fucking because sits he at home throws it off his back jerks foot it to Honolulu and Blue, and they fucking win four or for five. Three hundred forty fucking. And you yards come in here. It was awesome. Give us something. Saying. What are your expectations going forward? What do you think they're gonna do? It's one week at a time. It is one week. Give at me time. something. This is the recap, man. This is not going forward. Yeah, we do that later. Now. We do that later Let me in the week. Ask you a question. They put forty on fucking Minnesota next week. Would you believe? I'm all in. Then? Yep, I'm all in. And then anything less than a wild card berth is a failure. Is that a one o'clock game next week? It is. It is, mm-hmm. and it's here. Yep, it's a huge game. It's very. Big it's the game. biggest game played at Ford Field in a long time. And this was believe that. the last that three games have been the biggest games. No, they have. This last game was Dan Campbell's biggest game. Now this next coming up game is going to be Dan Campbell's biggest game. Well, here's the thing: was they were, they wanted to see if these guys were going to come out flat, especially after the fucking loss. I thought they would come. Loss. I thought they'd come out right. flat after Buffalo. I did. I didn't. We were wrong. You did too. You thought they'd come out flat this week. What do you mean? You thought the Lions were going to come out I flat. I took Jacksonville. I know. So did I. Yeah. My only problem is. If he can, if Jared Goff continues to a good, like an actually good defense in the Minnesota Vikings, which they have, if he throws that ball off his back foot and he's doing that little, he's throwing it behind the player. He's throwing. I know. Touched. He was under pressure, dude. Hold on. Hold on. Don't don't think that your team is not good. He he had a lot of time when he was throwing the ball. He had a lot of time when he was throwing the ball. 
Listen okay. to me. Jacksonville's defense is better than what people think. He was throwing. I'm just saying he was throwing the ball behind people. Listen to me. I watched Brett Purdy come in yesterday and beat a really good dog. Brock Purdy. Whatever Mr. the fuck Irrelevant. his name is. Mr. Yeah, Irrelevant. At the end of the day, Jared Goff is serviceable enough to get you to right. the playoffs in right. this league. He was 31 of 41 for three I four. said I had no complaints, but you wanted me to talk about shit. So here I am talking about how he throws off his back foot when he gets scared and he throws it behind people. And I don't like that because going up against this Minnesota defense, I think that's going to hurt them. So if as your expectation that the Lions need to make the playoffs now? What else? What other? What else would you be going for? So anything less than a playoff berth is a disappointment to you. Yeah. So it's what? playoffs. Unless, unless it's like. What was that? What just come out? Of unless uh, it doesn't work out in their favor, and they yeah. don't make the way the What's wild. Yeah. So if they win out, you're happy. Right. If they lose to Minnesota this next week and then win the next four, are you happy? No. If they beat Minnesota and win out and lose to Green Bay last game of the year, are you happy? No. So the only way you can be satisfied is if they win out and make well, a wild I will card. Say this. Well, they held up their end because yesterday, if Minnesota won, Detroit would have lost. They'd have clinched. Yesterday, they'd have clinched the division. Well, now you're forgetting Minnesota can clinch the division at Ford Field on Sunday. Correct. But it adds a whole nother that's, layer. That's to the adding onion. a yeah, whole we're getting, other. We're get, let's. Come on, man. Come on, we're, we're making his fucking Come on, pee pee. I'm, get try, I'm trying right to trying to make you understand where it's at right now. I know where it's at. So if oh, they do, do and it's beat the fucking Minnesota Vikings. Hold on, if they don't win at out, Field. if they don't win out and make the playoffs, you'll be disappointed. Yes, I'm proud of him. Absolutely. Proud of him. Why? Because because you can't do now, this. I, I think the expectation is a little. Come on, uh, you can't play no, games no, no, like no, no, this. No. Wow. I disagree. The way that they are talking and the way that they are playing. If you don't win out, it's a disappointment now. If you don't make a wild card, it's a disappointment now. Because everybody here thinks that this is it now. That they have f- completely fucking reinvented themselves. That's what the, that's what it is. But it's changed the whole, uh, you know, fire Dan Campbell talk. And that's what I'm saying. You're taking the words out of my mouth. You, because you now know, everything's you know perfect again. the reason why we're not talking about Dan Campbell right now? It's because they got the lead, kept the fucking lead, and didn't put any kind of decisions no. on Dan Campbell. Hold on. That's the only reason why we're talking. Do you want to know the reason? Do you want to know the reason why we're not talking about Dan Campbell? I just said because that. no, the real reason is because people like him, his breed, the Lions win three in a row. We fucking made it, baby. No, I'm not this, saying sh- that. I'm happy with you right now. I'm happy with you. So just hold okay. on. Okay. Okay. That's that's the Lion fan mantra. We win three in a row. We lose to Buffalo. It doesn't matter. We won three in a row. Then they come out and eviscerate Jacksonville this week and then lose by fucking three touchdowns in Minnesota. Oh, we beat Jacksonville. The expectation now for Lions fans has to be you win out, you make a wild card spot unless Dallas, New York, and, and Washington win out too. But other than that, you have to win the next five football games to be satisfied with this year. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. You've you've stepped up now. You're you're in the upper echelon. You want to get talked about with the big boys? You want to hang 40 burgers up? You play like it the rest yeah, of the fucking year. to make a wild card. Listen, we didn't kick a field goal to win this game. They won this game by a lot. Exactly. And you can't go That's into next why. week and Correct. just shit the And shit the bed. bed. You have to level up right. or everything that you feel right now goes right back to the way it was when they were fucking, what were they, two and five, two and six? It goes right back. 
And, and Dan Campbell needs to be fucking held accountable. Because if you've leveled up, the, the <coughs> expectation has now changed. Think, think That's if he it. hadn't made the, the three decisions to cost three games on this year right now, Minnesota would not be where they're at. Well, exactly. I agree with you there. But look at New England. Look at New England's a perfect example of this. They are six and six. Okay, they they shut the Lions out and hung thirty up on them. They beat the Jets. They beat the Browns. They beat the Jets twice. Yep. And nobody is happy. Yeah. Nobody there is happy. People are calling for Mac Jones's job. People are calling for the offensive coordinator's job. People are questioning whether Bill Check still has the answers. Yeah. That is the expectation that you as Lions fans must hold your team to now. Period. And if it goes fucking south, you hold them to that same standard. If they lose four of the next five, you call for everyone's fucking head. Because this team has now showed you. This team, the players, the coaching staff, and their will to win has now showed you it's all there. All the cards are on the table. You cannot fuck this up. Otherwise, everybody has to go. You need to win it. Four of the... I think he's... The part is this. There there are a few pieces on defense away from being a really good football team. I agree. And that that's the sad part. I agree. I mean, they're pieces. Pieces. Where everybody thought, you know what? The secondary's garbage. Uh, the front seven's garbage. They can't stop the run. They can't do... They're doing enough of this now. How how come it's changed? Because the talent hasn't changed. The talent but they're the playing people, the as a team. Changed. They are playing as a team. They're playing together. And and realistically, I know that's very cliche and tacky to say, but they're taking they are taking mediocre talent and performing at a very high level because they're they're motivated, they're co- they they're on their coach's side, and they have something to play for. They're they're red hot. And there's the, the only thing I could say after watching the Lions for as long as I have, and, and you're talking fucking forty years, fifty, forty. That I can remember. Okay. Anything past that, I, I have a little. It, it's hard to remember anything past the uh, late eighties. <laughs> but I, I'm going to tell you this: I don't. I don't remember the Lions teams playing as hard as these guys. Yes, I agree with you. Though. They they come out and they out physical their opponents in every game and that I've seen them play. That's the game. X factor. Yes. That's the X factor. And in all Except reality, for the new England game, the second half of that game, when it started to get away from them. Yeah. They, other they, than that they let game, it go on that. They, they've been in every game and they've been physical in every game. I'll, I'll say this much. I think his expect the, they need to win out expectation. It's is. I would love to see him make the playoffs. They're not. I Just mean, because I think there would be some scared fucking teams if they made the playoffs. If they win out, that's a real option. But I think if they don't beat Minnesota this week, it, it, all of this is for for not. And I mean, and when I say beat Minnesota, if they lose to Minnesota next week with a field goal, it's done. It's, it's done. done but I won't lose the respect that I have. If they go out next week and get eviscerated by if they lose any game the rest of the year in awful fashion. Yeah, and they get fucking pummeled. Yeah. Right. They cannot no, I, I the expectation has changed. You cannot go out there and drop, lay the egg. You cannot go out there and have what happened in New England happen. I, you I have to win this, a big game. I will say this. If they can somehow win their division. As win far, their division. Not win the division, but if they get into up, a wild card they spot. They could come up with three more wins in division. 
That's beating Minnesota, beating Chicago, and beating Green Bay. That there alone speaks volumes for me. That's when I know they've turned the corner. Yeah. That they can compete with the teams in their division. That's where you got to start it. Because if you can't beat the teams in your division, you have no, you're never going to fucking do it. You're never going to do it. Aaron Rodgers has owned the fucking Lions and the Bears since the guy was fucking drafted. And before him, it was Brett Favre. Yeah, you're right. You know, if you can't beat the teams in your division, you're fucked. And I'll say this. If they can somehow. If they beat Minnesota next week, we're having a whole different conversation. If they beat Minnesota, if they turn around and lose to the Jets, what does that tell you? I agree. (coughs) But first, Bruce was right in this aspect. If they they should be focused on solely Minnesota, and if they go out and beat Minnesota next week, I'll give it to them. But as of now, the expectation has changed. Regardless of what happens next week, the expectation has changed today. Yeah. After you put an exclamation point out like that, yeah, that the, it's changed, right? For example, if the Buccaneers go out tonight and hang forty-two up on fucking New Orleans, I am holding them to the expectation of you are winning out, you are establishing yourself as a playoff team, and there is no more. Oh, we're just going to take this game off. The Lions need to be held to that same standard going forward. And, and they speak- didn't get JMO the ball. Listen, they shouldn't even have did that yesterday. It was so stupid. They shouldn't they, they even have did that. They had, they had him out there really just to show me. play. And, that was <clears throat> and I don't know if you guys were watching this at all, but as these guys were coming to the sidelines and they're smacking hands and everything, my man had the most stoic look on his face, just sitting there looking off into space and not even into it at all. At all. That fucking worries me. Well, it was his first game. Maybe yeah, it's all just he a little. Yeah, and he knew play. he was out there as a fucking decoy. Well, that's what they were using him as. Correct. So it's his first right. game. You're coming off injury, and you're out there as a decoy. Come on. Yeah, it's you're not going to be fucking thrilled. plays I've seen him in, they were running plays. Yeah, you're not going to be thrilled. Uh, but they let's... did throw one pass to him. Yeah, it was all. At the sideline there. Yeah. Terrible throw. I'm sorry? Terrible pass. No, that was awful. That was fucking awful. That was a bad pass. Awful. Um, don't say that, Bruce. That was a horrible pass. That was fucking awful. <laughs> Next up, the New York Jets headed to, shockingly enough, the Vikings to play Minnesota to play the Vikings. And Minnesota held on for dear life in the second half of this game because I did. More than once. I thought that they were going to give this one up to the Jets. Mike White, another Monster game on the stat sheet. 37, 31 for 57, 369 yards. Did not throw a touchdown pass, but threw two picks for a QBR of 59. But God, did he rack up yards? Mostly to Garrett Wilson, who caught eight passes for 162 yards. Uh, Corey Davis got back involved, five for 85. But realistically, this offense was Mike White, Garrett Wilson, and Zonovan Knight, who ran the ball 15 times for 90 yards. Uh, nice little game out of him. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know where he's from, how they got him, what any what the story is. But he to me, he looked better than Michael Carter. I'm not gonna lie. And Michael Carter yeah. went out early no, in this game. I agree game. with that. I uh, agree. I, I think Zonovan Knight, the way he ran the ball he the last be the guy two there, games, though. I mean, shoot. You know, he could he could easily fill in that role. Well, they don't have another running back. Um, here's here's the thing. Minnesota's defense played really, really well in the first half and not very good in the second half. 
That's true. Uh, I, the Jets that's came out. True. The Jets came out with a nice game plan in the second half of this game. And I'll be honest with you, Delvin Cook did everything he Minnesota could. Minnesota took their foot off the gas at halftime. Yep. And, and yep. that that and it almost bit him in the ass. It almost bit them in the ass. Yeah. Yes. Because I mean, Kirk Cousins, 173 yards passing. That's that's not going to get it done, man. You know. Delvin Cook ran for 86 on the ground with a touchdown. Matt and said that's touchdown pretty good. as well. That's a good defense. Right. And, you know, they ran the ball effectively. Justin Jefferson, 45 yards. Yeah, that's not – that's they, Cousins didn't throw the ball. Yeah. They just didn't care to throw the ball. And, and they almost got burned on that. Well, I'll say this much. Her, baby. I'll say this much. The yeah. Jets – Cheese sauce. The Jets are – I mean, Mike White's – done this before and do i think it's going to sustain mm, probably not i think he'll still put up good numbers but the turnovers he cannot make the bad i mean one of these tur- interceptions was right in the end zone at the end yeah i know i, I mean their offense does not work well I'll in the red zone what, though, either their offense is clicking now that fucking zach wilson isn't in there i agree with that i i don't think at this point because you're so invested in Zach Wilson, what do you do if you're that? Well, what do you do if you're Robert Sala? We've point? we've seen this happen before. I mean, <coughs> unfortunately, you know this Garoppolo injury came at a pretty inopportune time, this late in the year. But we've seen this before. I mean, look at what they did with Josh Rosen. Even though you package him up, you throw him to somebody else. Get rid of him. Look what they did with Darnold. Yeah, they, you know what I mean? They got rid of Darnold and then he went to Carolina and then they sat him and realistically, but this is the thing. How long does this Mike White thing last? Because again, we have seen this before. Is he is he a three-game flash in the pan, or is this guy a legitimate playmaker? We've watched him. Here's the other thing. If you give a guy 60 chances a time to throw the ball, it's he's gonna throw for yards. Right. Realistically, if you put fucking I mean, look at what uh, what's his name for the Rams? Bryce Perkin. He didn't have an awful game yesterday. It wasn't him. It was the other Oh, Wolford? Wolford. Yeah, well look at whatever. I don't even know which I don't even know which fucking bum is playing. But at the end of the day, I think it has been Wolford. You give the guy 60 chances to throw the ball, guess what? He should have 300 yards. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Jets. Going forward, I don't think this Jets team is something that you really need to be scared of. I'm going to be brutally honest. And I didn't really feel that way, but uh, that wild card spot that the Jets currently hold, that is all New England's for the taking. That is all New England's for the taking, if they can get it together. Right. And I don't know if I have that faith in them. But I'll be honest with you, and again, I you know what? We're going to save that. I want to talk about the little playoff picture here at the end of the show. But Okay. I have some big thoughts on, on especially the AFC wildcard. But next up. Oh, God. Hey. Hmm. Hit it. Hit what? Something. We had a tie. Worse? How could they get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. In all reality, it was the worst case scenario for every team in the playoff hunt for the NFC because now the Commanders and the Giants – at 7-5-1 and 7-4-1, and and both hold wildcard spots and nothing really changed. It was a game in New York that finished 20-20 in overtime. And I'll be honest, neither of these teams really impressed me yesterday. And that's the first time in a while I've been able to say that about Washington. But it was just, this was ugly football to me. 
This was ugly football. Heineke did not have his best game, but I'll be honest with you. He did everything he could. He was could. sacked five times. Correct. And he did everything he Jan- could. Daniel Jones was sacked four times. This was a defensive game for most part. I mean, they just sat there and exchanged blows. <clears throat> realistic. Yes, they did. And and Taylor Heineke did everything he could to try and I, will I this game I hated the way out. it ended. I did too. I, I don't like what Dabo was doing. He was playing not to lose. And yeah. I don't like that. I agree with I, you wholeheartedly. I don't there. like that. They had opportunity with time to get downfield to try to kick the field goal to win this fucking game in overtime, and they didn't do it. And I don't like that. I don't like that they were way too fucking conservative. Well, uh, Daniel Jones ran the ball 12 times for 71 yards. He also completed 25 passes for 200 yards, one touchdown, and like he said, was sacked four times. But that gave him a QBR of 104.5, which is pretty good. He also did lose a fumble. Saquon Barkley, 18 rushes for 63 yards and a touchdown. Darius Slayton, 6 for 90. And um, whoever the fuck Isaiah Hodgins is, uh, five receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown for the Giants. Um, Daniel Jones, as of late, has been like the pillar of consistency, though. He has. I mean, my man's completion percentage is always high. His QBR is always high. He's not really fucking up all that bad. He's running the ball shockingly well. Yes. You know, I mean, he's putting up rushing numbers kind of like Josh Allen. That's something he always did, even in college. That's the only thing that kept him alive. Dude, he was quarterback at Duke. (laughs) All right? You got to play the Alabamas of the world and all these other fucking teams, and you're at Duke. You will end up dead. That guy ran for his life from the day he was in college. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Taylor Heineke, 27 completions for 275 yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked five times. He was trying to be cute. He tried to get cute. And they were all over him. Yeah, but here we, he also fought, he fumbled twice but yeah. got one of them back. Um, he had a QBR of 102. I'll be honest with you, they their offense, um, you could tell, I'll say this, you could tell Antonio Gibson was not 100% healthy in this game. He was dealing with a foot injury. But Brian Robinson, 21 rushes for 96 yards. He picked up the bulk of them. Uh, Terry McLaurin, eight receptions, 105 yards and a touchdown. Dotson also got a touchdown on five receptions for 54 yards. But I watched both of these teams, and for some reason to me, Washington's a better football team right now. I think Washington is the better football team right now. Well, I'll say this. The Giants' defense finally stepped up. Kayvon Thibodeau finally proved that he's the player he is. Thibodeau had a nice game. He he was disruptive the whole game. The whole game. You know, here's the thing. And and I know you're going to say, oh, he, he ran for 63 yards. Saquon Barkley only averaged three and a half yards per carry. He was going up against one of the better yes. defensive fronts in the league. Washington's defensive front has come out of – did it, I don't know if we all forgot about it or what, but, I mean, they look fucking sensational right now. Listen, week and in and week out. Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne are, are two of the best tackles in football. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Both Alabama guys, and uh, they are what they are. Yeah. Now you see why they went first round one year, first round the next year. Moving on to Philadelphia. Tennessee came into the city of brotherly love and lost to the Eagles 35 to 10. And I want to start off with, is it time to sound the alarm on Derrick Henry? Because this is not just an isolated incident now. Okay. 
Derrick Henry was 11 for 30. That's 2.7 yards per carry. And more often than not, as of late, we've been saying that on this show. Derrick Henry right now um, is, is running back three in fantasy, respectively. But over the last couple of weeks, 30 yards rushing this week. 38 yards rushing the week before. And week 10 against Denver, 53 yards rushing. It's not as guaranteed anymore that Derrick Henry is going to go out there and run for 150 and a touchdown. It's just not looking that way. And I'm not going to lie to you. The offense revolves around that. I mean, Ryan Tannehill, 14 for 22, 141 yards and a touchdown. He was sacked six fucking times. And, and, Granted, you got to give all praise to the Philly defense here because they they got to the quarterback. They were able to completely shut down Derrick Henry. There was one guy on the team who had a 41-yard reception. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Oka Nawako, whatever the fuck. I don't even know how to say it. Oquano. Guano. Aquano. Guano. What does guano mean? Poop. Bat poop? Yeah, it's Guano. Oh, Guano. <laughs> oh, Guano. Uh, he had one 40-yard reception that essentially made him the team's leading receiver. Other than that, Traylon Burks, one reception, 25 yards. Well, also, Traylon Burks did get hammered at Absolutely the end destroyed. And I thought that was bullshit with the flag because that was a clean hit. That was a fucking clean hit. I don't agree with the penalty on it. He got hurt. It is what it is. It's part of the game. Um, at, what yeah. po- at what point At what point do we... Uh, you know, take the dresses off. Anyway. Oh, wow. Uh, Eagles just complete domination in this one. Uh, Jalen Hurts was nice. Jalen Hurts had a great game. Uh, A.J. Brown in his revenge game back in. My God. Back against Tennessee. Eight receptions, 119 yards, two touchdowns. He should have had three. Devonta Smith, five for 102 and a touchdown. Jalen Hurts, 29 to 39 for 383 touchdowns. He was sacked twice. QBR a 130. I mean, you got you to gotta say at this point going forward, as of right now, MVP. No. Jalen Hurts. No. MVP. What about Tua? <laughs> I like Tua. What about Tua? What? You see what happened to two. What about Patrick Mahomes? Patty Mahomes? Yeah. He's cute. Oh. He's cute. Remember when I had to argue with him last week about this for a half hour? What? When I brought his name up early in the year, but he laughed at me. Yeah, but now you said, oh, you, you can't forget about Tua. Yeah. Anyways, Jalen Hurts, MVP. It's a no-brainer. Gunnar Minshew did play two snaps in this game. That's cool. Gunnar Minshew, yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders, 10 for 24. Th- th- they didn't even need to run the ball. They didn't even need to run the ball. It was that easy for him. Yes. Gunner? Gunter. Gardner. Oh. It's Gardner. Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Gardner As in, Minshew. like, the guy in the backyard? Yeah. Yes. Gardner Minshew? Gunter Minshew? I don't That's even why know. I was so confused. I'm like, who are you? Is it his brother or something? Gunner Gunner Minshew. <laughs> Is that his brother's one name? One of those mustaches. Yeah, he's still got that yeah, fucking dirt. Hey, he's a G, dude. <laughs> um, I don't know how it got any. It doesn't get any worse than this. I don't even know. It doesn't get any worse than that. I, I don't even know right now. Worse? Right. How could they get any worse? I don't know Take how it gets any worse you, for Alan. Russell Wilson. We're at the threshold of hell. I mean, <laughs> Russell Wilson is indeed sitting in the threshold of hell. It's, they, De- Denver's worse than Houston. If you watch Denver and you watch Houston yesterday, Denver is worse than fucking Houston. Ah! Yeah. Genuinely. Ah! Genuinely. And, ah! oh, 
I mean, every <laughs> single thing, everything in the world that could have happened in this game to give Denver the win, to give them the win. Here, please, we'll take Lamar Jackson out of the game for you. We'll eliminate Lamar Jackson from the game. We'll just make him go away. Okay. We we don't we he, we don't need him. Hey, guess what? The our two lead running backs they'll combine for forty yards. We'll just th- there's that. Our receivers are absolute fucking dog shit. So even with the backup quarterback, with the starting quarterback, they're dog shit. But with with fucking Huntley, they should be really bad. And Denver still still cannot fucking manage to win this game. How? How can you not? And the Ravens' defense, like, that's what really. Well, Kelly was. It was Huntley who won a, won a game for them. Yeah, it was he. Huntley won the game for them. He ran, ran a touchdown in right at the end. Listen, ra- the Ravens' <clears throat> defense just is not. Raven esque. Raven esque right no. now. Like, this would have been. Oh, this by would the have way, been. They did lose, uh, what's his name, in that game. I don't know who what's his name is. Uh, the linebacker, Queen, Patrick Queen. He's out. Okay, and I don't. I think it's serious. He might be out indefinitely. I mean, how? If you're Denver, dude. If you are fucking Denver, you have got to just. Yeah, it's so bad. And you know what the fucked up part about it is? Russell didn't have that awful of a game. I mean, 189 no, yards, seventy looks pretty good. 80% passing. He better than I've seen him look. 103 fucking QBR, but they just, they go completely limp in the red zone. They just don't know how to Harden score points. Went out her too. I mean, how do you have no touchdowns in this game? How? How are you playing Baltimore? How is Lamar Jackson out and your defense can't make one play? One fucking play. This is a Denver Broncos defense. defense. To keep them in it. But... Their defense was making plays left and right. Just, they knocked just, Lamar Jackson out of the game. Just, this was not a good enough, dude. It's not. This was not. And I don't know. I mean, is Jerry Judy and, and Cortland Sutton and all out. of these guys, all of these guys that we thought were going to be great young receivers, are are they just garbage? I don't know. Like, what are we, what are we missing here? Because something ain't going right. I don't know. This is a complete fuck. This is the ugliest situation in the NFL right now. He Five has more toilets to me. I, I, or more bathrooms in his house. You saw that too? Touchdowns. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a guy keeping account on Twitter because the house Russell Wilson bought has 12 bathrooms and has 12 toilets. And they're seeing if at the end of the year he'll have more toilets or touchdown passes. He has eight passing touchdowns this year and 12 fucking toilets. Go figure. And if I was, if I owned this fucking team and I saw that stat, I saw that fucking. We gave this guy fucking fifty million dollars a year to throw eight touchdown passes. Not good. Awful. Awful. That's, that's, that's eight more than uh, Deshaun Watson did on his first game. Well, as far as Baltimore goes, if if what is what does the rest of the year look like for Baltimore if 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 fucking Lamar Jackson misses time, what does it mean? I mean, this Baltimore team for me was on the brink of fucking catastrophic failure anyways. You know what it means? Wow. Big gaping hole. There's a big gaping hole left in that division because here we go. 
if we want to cut this down to, to brass tacks and we'll talk about it more, Cincinnati is playing fucking phenomenal football right now. Period. The Ravens got to them. The Ravens got lucky yesterday that they're staying on par here because yes. it's just going to keep getting worse for them from here on out. And do you want to know what I thought was interesting? You know where Lamar Jackson was spotted over the weekend? Last week? On Tuesday? Greek Town Casino. Really? Why? <laughs> Why do you think that? Why? Why do you Why was that's you? what I'm sitting here wondering too? You gotta be careful because that's tampering. Is it though? Because there's yes, a quarterback, a very outspoken quarterback, who said Detroit would be one of his destinations in the offseason. Yeah. And he you know, opened his mouth. He said Detroit would be one of his destinations. In, hey, you know, man, he's just at the casino. What do you want from him? He's just at the casino. He's just at the casino. He said he'd be fine with sitting out all next year, become a free agent. He is. Yeah. He's saying that that's going to be the plan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, very very interesting. Hey, my ankle hurts. Mm. Sit out the rest of the year. Yeah. My knee hurts again. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Interesting there, right? Uh, next up. God damn. I don't, I don't know if his skill set would, would – Fit this offense, though. Oh, are you? Please, if you could, you imagine the play action. Could you imagine? Could you imagine him chucking balls down the field, just throwing My it up to Jamison Williams, St. Brown? That's fucking one. A. This is one guy you don't have to worry about having arm to fucking hit the end zone with the ball. Jesus, God in heaven! Lamar Jackson throw the football. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson in this offense would be fucking disgusting. Next he up, wouldn't have to run. That's the that's. The I, I would thing. get. Right. I would get too concerned with that a little bit. What? Just because, like, he's if he came right now, say he came right now, good run game, got a good pass well, game. If right he now, runs too much, that's a problem. Yeah. You have a good offensive line in Detroit. Right. He wouldn't have to. That's what there's. That's that's the point. He would run only on occasion. Yeah, he'd just do it for fun. Yeah, keep things lively. He has enough weapons here. He wouldn't want to have to do that. Next up, the fucking my god, this game fucking absolutely had sucked. me to a point where I wanted to fucking shoot it myself. Fucking sucked. Every, <laughs> everything, everything that could happen to the Cleveland Browns early in that game happened. You just wanted to the masseuse himself the and the Cleveland himself. Browns headed down to Houston in they a got, redemption they got the game. Safety. They got the fucking touchdown. They had everything early on. And they let it get away. This was awful. My God. Damn and I'll it. be honest with you. They turned the ball over four times. They let it get, get out of fucking man. Lamar or Deshaun Watson was awful. Thank you. He looked fucking awful yesterday. And granted, it's the first time he's played wow. in a game in two years, but he looked fucking awful yesterday. And I truly think that this team would have been better off with Jacoby Brissett behind center yesterday. And if that's if what we saw is not just rust. That is the Deshaun Watson that we can expect. It's 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 bad because if they were playing anybody but Houston or Denver yesterday, they would have lost, or maybe the Rams, they would have lost this game. Deshaun Watson, twelve complete, twelve completions, yes, fifty some million dollars with multiple rape allegations, <coughs> twelve completions. <coughs> <under> th- <coughs> Sorry, <clears throat> Jesus, Tw- are you going out on me over here? 12 completions, 131 yards, and a pick for a 53 overall QBR. Nick Chubb, 17 for 80. Kareem Hunt, 9 for 56. 
Donovan Peoples-Jones with his massive kick return for a touchdown. <laughs> Other than that, three receptions, 44 yards. Amari Cooper, who you all, loved all, all this of week. All their points came, came off of bullshit. defensive plays yeah. or special team yeah. plays. Yep. I'm sorry. They looked fuck. They looked putrid yesterday. They looked way better with Jacoby they, Brissett. They, they literally. Bruce is sitting here picking his ear, nodding his head because he's just gloating at you. Because right he has now. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> they got that fumble. I've for been the saying touchdown. it since the off season that this guy sucks, and watch him continue to do that the rest of his anyway career or whatever you want to say. On the other end, Damian Pierce, 18 rushes for 73 yards. Uh Brevin Jordan, Brevin Jordan, four for 46. Uh, Chris Moore, three for thir- for 46. And Nico Collins, three for 35 and a touchdown. Uh, Kyle Allen, it was almost a competition for whose QBR could be worse. And it was uh, actually Deshaun Watson, 53.4. Kyle Allen, 53.5. Oh, wow. So Kyle Allen was a better QB in this game. <clears throat> Uh, 20 for 39, 201, a touchdown and two picks. I, thank God Houston has the first pick. If you're Bryce Young, are you just are you trying to are are you hurting yourself in yeah. training? Just yeah. fuck it. Are you gonna tear your meniscus while you're training? Go play baseball. For the dude. combine and fuck. not go through the combine at all. Oh my God, <clears throat> that's awful. If I was him, I'd take 10 million less to not play in Houston because this it's just fucking. I mean, it's awful there, dude. And their defense isn't nothing about Houston is good right now. Is Denver worse than Houston? No. You don't think so? No. At least Houston got that, 14. Denver has a really good defense. I mean, Houston uh, got 14. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I think Denver might be worse. I think Houston. Cleveland might be a little worse than people think. Well, to show, again, we don't know yet. It's two years worth of rust. That is true. Two years worth of rust. He has not played. Not two games, not two weeks, not two months. Two years. Two years worth of rust. So at that point, you would have to say, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like a fucking rookie. You know what I mean? Let him, let it. If if two weeks from now, hold on, let's see. They're the worst Giants. I agree with that. Uh, They play Cincinnati next week. They're going to get absolutely fucking pounded. Then they play Baltimore. They play New Orleans on Christmas Eve. If in that game he doesn't have an absolute light show. Then we start to question things. In the New Orleans game? Yeah. Yeah. The Browns should go to New Orleans and absolutely decimate them. Well, they and, should. And Deshaun Watson instead of a monster game. The Ravens. Uh, it, I don't know if the rust will be off by then. You and, get what I'm saying? Listen to me. If Jackson ain't back. Well, if Jackson's not back, yes. I'm expecting LeBron yeah. Jackson to be back in two weeks. Here's hoping for the sake of the Ravens. Uh, next up in a game that I don't know how it was this close at SoFi Stadium, the Seattle Seahawks came to L.A. to play the Rams and barely made it out alive 27-23. Matt Stafford, gone for the year. Cooper Cup, gone for the year. Aaron Donald, most likely gone for the year. Allen Robinson, gone for the year. So, like I don't that know. that mattered. What? Allen Robinson. I said like that mattered. Allen Robinson's a crucial part of the Rams' offense. Not anymore, you're not, because I got two two Atwell. <laughs> Did you? Could you have ever imagined at the beginning of this year? I mean, again, we all thought the Rams. Well, you want to have... know what's even more pathetic? What? I didn't think they were going to be this. Two two Atwell and John <laughs> Wolford 
gave fucking the Seattle scumbags <laughs> everything they could handle. It almost it should have won this game. They shit the bed. <laughs> okay, let's hold on. Um, could you have ever in your wildest dreams imagined us sitting here talking about the L.A. Rams and laughing at them this year? Laughing, oh, laughing off of right the now? Super Bowl. Who? Todd McVay. You mean Sean McVay? Sean McVay. <laughs> Todd <laughs> McVay. Whatever. Here is it, Todd, Todd. McVay. Sorry. Todd McVay. I I I think he's oh. a douchebag because I remember him laughing at other people. What was he laughing about? The Lions picking no, somebody? No, it was and like, Yeah, he was it fucking was It was Bilicek. He took that. Whoever center they took in the yeah. first round, he was like, yeah, <laughs> we were hoping we could get him at 96. Yeah. 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 He could have used that guy at 96. Asshole. Because their offensive line's fucking atrocious. Atrocious. That's the reason why your quarterback's out. That's the reason why everybody's fucking hurt on that team. Uh, John. You did nothing about losing all the players you lost. <laughs> Will you say 2-2 two, two Atwell one more time for me? No. Ah. Uh. John Wolford, 14 for 26 for 178 yards. No touchdowns, two picks, sack four times. QBR of 43. And it does not get much worse than that. Uh, I'm going to say this. Seattle has nothing to be happy about, especially no. off this last performance. No. Because a fired up Bobby Wagner. Almost ended their. Almost ended their fucking, their little run here. Yeah. I feel bad for Bobby Wagner. Oh, yeah. I don't. God, he I don't. I do. You know why? I don't know why? Because Bobby Wagner showed everybody. His true thoughts of the Seattle scumbag. No, I'm just saying, like, he's in, he's in, yeah, but he's in LA. Like, it sucks. Being in, being, well, I mean, I'd rather live in LA than Seattle if you want to break it down. Okay. That, uh, that aspect. Yes. Yes. But you but play for he, a shitty. He, he wasn't wanted in <laughs> Seattle anymore, and he still showed them, hey, fuck you. I can do this. Uh, That's still viable. Cam Akers ran the ball in his reemergence 17 times for 60 yards. That's only three and a half yards per carry, but he did get two touchdowns. Same guy who was shopped. By their idiot fucking coach for how long? Two and couldn't and couldn't get no fucking buyers. Two months, yeah. So now now you you're like this you got guy's nobody best else. Friend? Yeah. Oh fuck you. Uh, if I was him, I'd have walked. Brandon Powell three rushes for forty five yards, also four receptions for thirty nine, and uh, we can't we can't move on unless we talk about this. Uh, two two Atwell four <laughs> rush, four rushes for twenty three yards as well as two receptions for forty eight. One of them a thirty yard pass. But two two Atwell man, there's some potential here. He's fast. <laughs> He's fast. Uh, as far as Seattle goes, Geno Smith another decent performance twenty eight of thirty nine three hundred sixty seven yards three touchdowns a pick sack four times QBR a one sixteen DJ Dallas ten rushes thirty seven yards Kenneth Walker went down early three for thirty six that was a difference maker in this game for me was the fact that they couldn't run the ball after Kenneth Walker went out yep period uh, Tyler Lockett Mister Reliable Tyler didn't I see Walker like screaming at Geno Smith yeah yeah he fucking ripped Geno Smith he lost his fucking mind on him on the sidelines. Um, Tyler Lockett, Mr. Reliable, whom I traded for in fantasy this week, thankfully. Nine receptions, 128 yards and a touchdown. DK Metcalf, eight receptions, 127 yards and a touchdown. Noah Fant, four for 42 and a touchdown. Their offense looked pretty fucking good yesterday. Uh, Bobby Wagner, and they barely pulled this game out. And this is why I've been saying what I've been saying all along about Seattle is they're good, but the talent's just not all there. Defensively? They have a lot of holes. They play Carolina this week, and then they play San Francisco, Kansas City, the Jets, and then the Rams again. Yeah. 
See, so, if they're unable to run the football, they're they will fucked. Lose. Yeah, they will lose. Um, dude, get they Wolf, like they get got Wolford, lucky. They Wolford more like some more time, man. Different turnout next time they visit each other. Listen to me, John you two Wolford at well. will be bagging groceries next to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even bag groceries. You guys will be fucking. Fucking lunchroom buddies at fucking Ralph's bagging groceries soon enough. Uh, next up, the Miami Dolphins headed to Levi Stadium to play the 49ers in a game that was pretty devastating for San Francisco. They lost Jimmy Garoppolo early in this game for the season, but it didn't really matter because one man put the team on his back, and that man's name is Christian. Mc- relevant. Well, I Brock was going to say Christian McCaffrey, not Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy put it on his back. Come on, dude. What? Well, when you got Christian McCaffrey, Devo Samuel, Brennan Ayuk, Juwan Jennings, fucking A, George Kittle to throw to, you could put fucking Tit McFuckstick over here in there at quarterback and he'd be okay. <laughs> uh, Brock Purdy, 25 for 37, 210 yards, Two tuds, a pick, sack three times, QBR of 88.8. Christian McCaffrey, 17 rushes, 66 yards. Still at average, not all that great at 3.9, but he also hauled in eight passes for 80 yards and a touchdown, which kept him fantasy relevant. Debo Samuel, six for 58. Brennan Ayuk, five for 46. George Kittle, two for 22. Um, Point blank, their defense is really fucking good. So, Here's the thing. San Francisco's going to keep winning games based on their defense alone. And as long as Brock Purdy doesn't fuck things up too bad, just hand Christian McCaffrey the ball 20 times a game, you'll be fine. I mean, is there really anything else to take away than that? Yeah, they could bring in Baker Mayfield and try and get cute with it or somebody else. But at the end of the day, Jimmy Garoppolo's pretty much there to dump off balls to fucking Debo and Ayuk and let them run 20 yards after catch and hand McCaffrey the ball. That's his job description anyways. So any nutless monkey could do it. Besides besides Trey Lance. Okay. What? I mean, <coughs> they had better numbers than Tua this week. Yes. And oh, Tua, they got to Tua. They put him on the ground. No, but I'm just <coughs> saying. Bless you. They made him miss. It looks. Listen, it's San Francisco's defense. San Francisco's defense against anybody is going to make them look bad. I mean. You gotta yeah, give it to him now, dude. Coming in that game. Listen to me. Tyreek Hill, nine receptions, 146 yards, and a touchdown. And I'll be honest with you, that's the best performance any receiver has had against San Francisco this year. So that's a testament here. And Sherfield. Sherfield had that big play right in the beginning. One for 75 and a touchdown. Yeah. Game. Yeah. So let's be real. We haven't seen San Francisco get burned like that very often this year. And Miami I think that woke them up real yeah, quick. It did. It yeah. did, and that was like a that was like a shock to the 49ers system. And and, and Tua was eighteen for thirty three for two, with two touchdowns, two picks, and two hundred ninety five yards. Just wasn't enough. This defense is all, just too you know good. What? The video Waddle actually played pretty well too. You see the video of Waddle catching up to Tyreek from like 35, 40 yards away. <laughs> I mean, those guy, those two guys are both blisteringly fast. I think it was, I'd like to see Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Jamison Williams in a race. I would, too. I would love to see those three in a race. But honest to God, Jalen Waddle, one reception, nine yards, completely silent yesterday. And I think that's just a testament. 49ers said, hey, listen, we're going to take him out of this game, let Tariq Hill go, and pray for the best. And that's essentially what they did. 
and Tyreek Hill burned him, but it wasn't enough. Do you think the 49ers going forward without Jimmy Garoppolo are no. still an NFC favorite? I don't think so. You think that they're going to really they miss have, that that They much? have to do something to replace him. I mean, what are you going to do at this point in the year? I don't know. I mean, you're going to ride it with can. Purdy right now. You got to bring somebody else in. Who? I mean, Baker Mayfield? Baker, I mean, you know, fuck Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I know. I, I would bring... Colin Kaepernick? I would bring, no, I would bring oh, in... Oh, uh, God. What's his name that was here? Stirring up a shit. David storm. Blow before I would bring him in. Tim Boyle? I, I don't know. At this point, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of people saying that uh, the Saints should go ahead and release Jameis Winston. So that way, the 49ers could pick him up. I don't even think Winston's ready to play, though. That's No, problem. he said he's healthy. He said he's ready to go. So they won't just, let him play? No. He can't beat Andy Dalton now? Can't beat out Andy Dalton, man. And yeah. we'll preview that game here in a few minutes as well. But... Next up in what was my favorite game of the week by far, and I, you know what, I should have went with my gut on this. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs headed to Cincinnati to play the Bengals for, I mean. I got this one wrong. Realistically, yep. this was the same game we saw la the in the AFC Championship last year, and the Bengals did a lot of the same things to best the Chiefs again. Final score from Cincinnati was 27-24, and I'll be honest with you, the Cincinnati defense played perfectly absolutely perfectly they were able to to shut down Mahomes and I'll be honest with you they only sacked him twice but he was under duress constantly he was running for his life he couldn't really get into the cute mode and here's the thing if you take Travis Kelsey I'm, out I'm of the be game honest, did you see the goal line play where he tried to reach over yeah that was a fumble it was a I agree with that that was a fumble that was no fucking he touched the plane we won't go there why? But I but I agree with you. That was a fumble. I agree with you. We finally figured out a, a, a anecdote to the Chiefs. If you take Travis Kelsey out of the game, you'll beat him. Well, Travis God Kelsey four for, have told you that two four years for ago. 56 and a fumble. But here's the thing. Nobody's been able to do it. No. Nobody has been no. able to fucking do it. It's the first time I've seen it. I'm going to be honest with you. First time I've seen it done. Yeah. I've never seen Travis Kelsey taken out of a game like he was. He was completely taken out of the game. And, and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. This fucking guy is insane. Seven for 97. He had some great catches that didn't count, too. Uh, Tyler Boyd, four for 60. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, in the absence of Joe Mixon, 21 rushes for 160 yards. Couldn't ask yards. for more there. Literally couldn't ask for more. And you have to remember, now Cincinnati uh, had, didn't lose in November. At all. They did not lose Correct. a game in November. When we were skeptical about them, yeah. we were skeptical. They lost the first two to Pittsburgh and Dallas, 1-2, lost to Baltimore, 1-2, lost to Cleveland. Now they've won four in a row, uh, wins against Tennessee, Kansas City. Listen, this is exactly what happened last year with Cincinnati. Right. Exactly. And with the issues that Baltimore – Just the issues right now with, with, with Kansas City is this. Their receiving court is fucking awful. Garbage. It's awful. It, that's uh, what I'm out, saying. Outside of Travis Kelsey, Valtez, Scantling. I mean, you had what's his name go out hurt again yesterday. Juju. Juju Smith-Schuster. This guy can't play a fucking quarter. Well, if you anymore. take Kelsey out of the game, I know that there's not much and there. You're basically playing the fucking Baltimore Ravens. 
take Mark Andrews out, and you're going to win. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Mahomes, if you don't let him get cute, and they didn't, and I agree with you, that goal line fucking whatever you want to call it wasn't a touchdown. That was a fumble. But this is if you can keep Mahomes from getting cute and you can put some sort of a ceiling on Travis Kelsey, yeah. they're beatable. And I didn't think I would say that this year and because I didn't think anybody would be able to do that. At the same time, the Bengals were able to run the ball very well against them with the backup running back. Nobody could cover Jamar Chase. Uh, the amount of effort they had to put into covering T. Chase Higgins is too much for anybody in that secondary. Allowed T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd to be open most of the game. Tyler like, Boyd dropped a fucking for sure touch. Yes, he did. At the wide end, wide open. Joe Burrow, twenty-five for thirty-one, two hundred eighty-six yards, two touchdowns, and no picks, a sack, and a one twenty-seven QB. It should have been three. Should have been three. Right. You know. He ran for one, too. Burrow ran for I would say they're pretty well. fucking hot right now. They are fucking hot right hot. now. And I'll be honest with you, <coughs> you have to start to put Cincinnati in the conversation now, especially with Baltimore's woes. You right. have to put them in I the con- Baltimore's woes, Tennessee's woes. Cincinnati is right up there in the in the Buffalo, Kansas City conversation in this in this conference now. Yes, I'll tell you what, Joe Joe Burrow's showing why he was the number one overall pick. Joe Burrow's showing exactly why last year wasn't a fluke. And at the beginning of this season, that Everybody was the easiest was assumption to make was that it was a fluke. But you're and seeing it now. You're seeing everything you need to see here. Next up, in Vegas, the Chargers came to town to play the Raiders. Raiders won 27 to 20. And I'll tell you what, I saw Justin Herbert and We've always wanted to put Justin Herbert up on that throne with Mahomes, Burrow, uh, Allen. No. And, and I, I've, I've come to realize that for some reason, everybody the last two years has been so mesmerized by this Chargers offense, mesmerized by Herbert's big arm. Uh, and, and every year, this Chargers team, the last three years, oh, my God, they're, they're going to be in the Super Bowl talk. And guess what? It just ain't – it's not – working all that well right now. Justin Herbert, 28 of 47. That's 59% passing for 335 yards. A touchdown. He was sacked five times. The the Both lines. Offensive line, awful. Defensive line, awful. Period. End of story. Josh Jacobs. And until you establish those two things as the Chargers, as the Chargers staff need to, need to definitely start to work on, you're fucked. Because you, Herbert's running for his life. You can't keep him upright. He was already injured once this year. Last night, Eckler could not run the ball. Max Crosby and Chandler Jones were up his asshole the entire game. I mean, yeah, you had a Chandler nice Jones game out of Keenan Allen. Finally. A great game. Josh Jacobs, 26 rushes for 144 yards and a touchdown again. He did fumble once. Devontae Adams, eight receptions, 177 yards and two touchdowns. You're you're if you can if you have those two players record those two stat lines you'll not you're not gonna lose little game. Uh, look like Aaron Rodgers with that little flea flicker to Adam yep. in the end zone I was like you know what everybody better watch out for these fuckers oh yeah and I'm talking about the Raiders because I think a lot of people wrote them off weeks ago well yeah everybody did yeah they were awful and guess what they're there we were having a conversation for who was worse Denver or, or Vegas yeah. And here we are now, and again, we're going to finish the show off with playoff talk, but 
That's interesting. And where, you know, at this point, the Chargers, where do you go from here? Where do you go from here? I, I don't know. I don't where, know. Where's their, uh, uh, like, hey, we're waiting on Mike Williams to come back or something like Well, I, I, I mean, mean, you had I, a decent game I, out of Keenan Allen this week. Right. You know. That Josh Palmer had a good game. Yeah. DeAndre Carter had Gerald a good Everett game. had 80 yards passing. I mean. It's like, just, it's not, in the, it's not in the cards, man. When you're throwing the ball 50 times a game. Yeah. That's and not going to do it. You want to know what it is? Ackler <coughs> could not get anything established running the ball yesterday. The offensive line just couldn't. Yeah, they just could they not couldn't open defend any that Raiders pass. They, they couldn't defend the Raiders Raiders front. It was all over them the whole game. And yeah. th- going forward, they played Miami, Tennessee, Indy, the Rams, and Denver. Not getting any easier. Well, I mean, Miami and Tennessee, those were two very losable games, and that would take the Chargers right out of this. Yeah. Uh, to round off the night as much as i don't want to talk about this the colts headed down to jerry world to play the cowboys and my god the cowboys broke a record for the most points in a fourth quarter in franchise history with 33 the final score ain't from saying much at that point final score from dallas was 54 to 19 and you had a game finished off with cooper rush at the helm and every meaningful player essentially on the cowboys on the bench. Tony Pollard, 12 for 91 and two touchdowns. Zeke, 17 for 77 and a touchdown. Uh, C.D. Lamb, 5 for 71 and a touchdown. Michael Gallup, big night out of him. Four for 23 with two tuds. Uh, Dak and Prescott. And his second touchdown at that point, it was, it was 28 to 19 at that point. Right. So it wasn't out of, out of hand no, yet. No, no, no. Here, here's the thing. Going into what was it going into the fourth quarter? This this Correct. was it was it was 2019. 20, 21-19. Yeah. Going into the fourth quarter it was twenty one nineteen. Fuck absolutely happened, Jeff. Just Saturday. a complete debacle. I mean Jeff, Matt Ryan. Can you tell us what happened? Matt Ryan fucking just fell apart. He fell apart. <laughs> twenty one for thirty seven, two hundred and thirty three yards, two touchdowns, three picks, sacked three times, QBR fifty nine. Jonathan Taylor, twenty one for eighty two. Um, I mean, we're, there was, Malik Davis had a touchdown. What happened to Michael Who the fuck Pittman? Is Malik Davis. What happened to Michael Pittman? I don't know. This guy's fall from glory from last year. I don't know. Was just fucking, just awful. The Pierce cat. He had four catches, eighty-six yards, and uh, and a touchdown. Paris or Pierce? Pierce. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Alec Pierce. Yeah. Decent little game, four for eighty six in touchdown. Like he said, Paris Campbell, four for forty three. The the I mean, it's Jeff Saturday. It's it's Matt Ryan. I think I think that was the last time we'll see Matt Ryan play in an NFL game. <coughs> that was fucking embarrassing. That that's not his fault, though. Yeah. I don't think that was his fault there in the fourth quarter. If you're him, you don't want to go out this way. I mean, god damn. You want to go out losing by fucking thirty five? Yeah, he did throw three picks there. Jesus, at the end, Mary yeah. and Joseph. It was fucking awful. Um, as far as the Cowboys go, in my eyes, due to the Jimmy Garoppolo injury, I think Dallas eked up a lot in my eyes last night because I don't think Frisco's as good as we thought they were. I don't think Minnesota's as good as we thought they are. I think Dallas is better than anticipated. And I got news for you. I know you fucking hate Dak Prescott, and I know you really fucking hate Mike McCarthy. But could this be the year the Cowboys make a little playoff run? Well, 
It could be. It could be. I mean, they're obviously going to make it just because their division has more wins than everybody else. Um, I think they have the team to do it. But you know what? I, I, I didn't think their defense looked that great yesterday, to be honest with you. They weren't as dominant as they looked in the previous games. Who's? Dallas. What do you mean? I don't think their defense looked dominant yesterday. They picked off three balls. They sacked Matt Ryan yeah, five I, times. I just they only allowed they looked as points. dominant as they had games prior to that. That was a tie ball game until the fourth quarter. Huh? Yeah, I mean, they were really able to shut the door in the fourth, though. I'll say that much. Yeah. Um, we are kind of up against it here for time. But a couple things I wanted to say about this playoff race before we end the show. Baltimore has the the matchup against Cincy. So um, Baltimore is still in first place in their division. But I will say this. Baltimore, to me, is a very, very, very weak playoff team right now, especially with Lamar Jackson out. Tennessee will probably win their division because everybody else is garbage, but they're fluky. Buffalo, Kansas City, I don't think there's a question now. I mean, Miami's only a game behind Buffalo, but – I still feel like Buffalo going forward with the schedule and with the way they're playing will will win their division. I think Cincinnati will ultimately take Baltimore's spot. In Tennessee, it doesn't really matter how bad you are because the only person up your ass is Indianapolis. Now, outside of that, the other wildcard spots, I think Miami will get one. I don't think the Jets will. So, realistically, the best possible slots – for that Jets pick would be either the Raiders or right now in my eyes, New England, because I don't think the Chargers are really strong enough to to insert themselves into the playoffs today. At this point, no. It looks like the Raiders are on the upslide. They're on the downslide. Yeah. And, I mean, now we have a, we have a situation where Vegas is only a game behind the Chargers. Yeah. So going forward, they, they could very well interject themselves into that spot only being two games behind the Jets. And and I think New England's got some serious woes right now, so that'll be something to look for. As far as the NFC goes, let's be real. Let's be real. Philadelphia's a lock. Minnesota's a lock. Okay? San Francisco at 8-4. and four. This Without thing, Garoppolo, they're fucked. But this is here's the problem. Seattle's behind them. So do you think the 49ers without Garoppolo are worse off than Seattle. Yes. I do believe that. Well, then that leaves a wide open hole for Seattle to put themselves right in. Right. I disagree with you a little bit. I think that, again. Listen, their defense alone is going to keep them in it. Right. But I think without a quarterback, they're they're not going to go deep into the playoffs. They just have so many offensive weapons. I don't know if – they won't go deep. I'm talking about making that spot. I think San Francisco will still find a way to win that division. How many games uh, is Seattle up on them? No, San Francisco's up a game now. now. San Francisco's up a game. A game. A game. They still have to play Seattle. Correct. So, I don't know. Um, The other one would be the Giants, who I think will fall out. Uh, that you know that tie with with Washington yesterday yeah, really made hurt, things that difficult. Hurt both of those teams. Yes, I, think, I don't think it helped either one of them. It did. I think Dallas is in for sure. So my locks so far are Philly, Minnesota, and Dallas. Tampa, we have no idea. Well, I mean, they're in first place. Who? It, Tampa. It doesn't fucking matter. Atlanta lost. 
Correct. They're in first place by yeah. a game. Yeah. A game. So that's still a very volatile situation. I'm not going to call Tampa a lock right now at five and six. I think I think if they beat if they beat New Orleans, now we're they they're starting New to open Orleans the gap tonight, a little then bit. They're two games up. And I do think they will win tonight. Yeah. But I don't want to fucking say anything about that yet. Seattle don't jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. To to me the, the weakest phone gonna be off at, at eight o'clock tonight. Uh wood right in front of you. I'll know very quickly into that game whether or not I'm going to keep my phone on. Yeah. I, mean, I just, I just want to know. not induce myself into a sleep. Because um, if they lose that game, I think you can start throwing the dirt on the on the fucking box. Oh, if they lose that game, I'm not going to show my face. If they lose that game, don't expect any more episodes this week. <laughs> I'm not going to work. I'm not leaving my fucking house. If they, if the Buccaneers lose tonight, that's it for me. That's it. That's it. Gonna, I'm retiring. Fucking go upstairs and put the shotgun in your mouth. Yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> it's Kirk New Orleans. It's at home. God, fucking damn! I they can't it. lose this game tonight. They can't. All right, they can't. I, now, on the other side of it, I think if they win this game tonight in a very, very nice, large fashion, I'll have a little. Listen, bit don't of don't look for no blowout. Just look for. I'm looking game. for a blowout, baby. Again, He's the expectation. Fucking a. I'm looking. Every time we say they're gonna blow them out, they get. Pumble fuck. Dude, their biggest win all year was week one against Dallas. Can you believe that? 19 yeah. to 3, they beat Dallas. New Orleans, 20 to 10. Atlanta, 21-15. The Rams, 16 to 13. That was with Dak Prescott. Hello. That would look at Dak Prescott hung 50 up last night. Yeah. You gotta put some respect on Dak Prescott's name going. Dude, forward. you need to fucking stop already, okay? Anyways, anything else to add before we end? Bird? Got another. What? No. Yeah, we know. Anyway, he's got oh, nothing. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon's status for this weekend still up in the air. Zach Taylor said today that um, hopefully he will get cleared from concussion protocol sometime early this week. And Lamar Jackson's availability for this weekend is not likely. Right. That was from the mouth of John Harbaugh. He's done. Um, I think they'll shut him down. Robert Sala said there is nothing changing with the Jets quarterback situation. And the Ravens have signed veteran wide receiver Deshaun Jackson to their active roster. Who's already on the roster? Well, they must have. Uh, this that was in last week's game. That was a they I think they sent him back down after last week. Oh, did they? And they brought him back up for okay. this coming week. That's what I've got here from. Uh, you need to sign a couple more. Yeah, you think? Bruce, anything to add? Nothing. Go Lions, baby. Um, listen, Wednesday we will be back with another edition of Fantasy Frenzy. We will also be back with our top five Christmas cookies. So keep that. What the fuck? Get ready for that. <laughs> Get ready for that. We got a lot of hate on the on the movies that none Did of us we? picked a Christmas story. None of us picked a Christmas story as our top oh, five Christmas movie. No. Okay. Fuck that shit. Anyways, uh, we can do, do a draft Christmas story. For Why G- didn't you put it in G-Lee. there? We can we can do a draft because I thought you guys did. I didn't know it was your top five. Your top five Christmas movies. If it was your top five, you didn't put it in there. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Uh, yeah. You know what? Actually, we're not gonna pick our top five. We're gonna do a, we're gonna do a Christmas draft. Like the top. You know, we'll get we'll get like the. The we know what we're best Christmas movie. Don't give up anything no. yet. 
Wednesday, no, we're that's do the fantasy point of frenzy. You know the we're going to do our man. ultimate Christmas draft, and um, maybe he'll finally be, come here in a Santa suit. But until then, thank you so much for listening right. to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls. And on TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Spotify and Apple Music, remember to watch us on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Thank you guys so much for listening. You will hear from us again on Thursday with Fantasy Frenzy. Am I perfect?